Welcome to Confessions of an SEO. This is Carolyn Holzman. Bottom line is this. I'm going to be honest with you about my experiences in SEO, whether it's client experience or what I see in Google in my research and testing. Likely, you're not going to hear any of this validated by Google if you like to think that they are driven to have your business's best interest at heart. Remember, they're a multinational business that last year pulled in over $200 billion and likely more than half of that from its paid ads division. So if you're a hardworking SEO, I get you. And if you're a business owner, I also get you. Before I was an SEO, I was local business owner for decades. Let's get started. All right. Welcome to season two, episode 16. Today, I want to talk about ultimately client expectations. And before I do that, I hope everybody had a chance to catch up on last week's show. It was a first. I did choose uh, that confessions rather than be an interview show, um, you know, that we could, we could sort of alter that a little bit and bring someone on and talk about something. And I had a lot of fun sharing a conversation I had with Ted Kubitis about Google turning off the URL parameter tool on April 26th. I'll be honest. It took me over eight hours to put that episode together compared to the normal four hours. It stretched my audio editing skills to the max. In fact, it broke them. Initially, the first rendered version had an unintentional audio uh, effect in it. I did not know it did. So if you were one of the 10 that may have heard that, mea culpa. Who knows? I might turn that first attempt into an NFT audio. I don't know how to do that yet, but it sure sounds fun. But the audio is fixed, and it's still chock full of a breakdown of what in this upcoming week, um, maybe for some or not. It's like um, the TV show, you know, in search of when Leonard Nimoy would say, this thing could happen. Will it? Maybe, maybe not. We don't know yet because it could go either way. So check that out along with Ted's weekly YouTube show, SEO Fight Club. It's more SEO than fight. Okay. Client expectations. What can I say? It's probably due to those that I'm not crazy about doing client SEO unless I can nail these wily feet down to the ground and be like Seinfeld's soup Nazi. You know, this is what you get. This is what you do not. If you do not like it, no soup for you. Okay. Sounds like an engaging marketing plan, doesn't it? With lots of CRO, but I promise you I'm working on it. All right. So client expectations, they come out of nowhere and guess who gets the blame for it, especially in the SEO community. You know, it's always discussed as the fault of the SEO provider for not setting expectations. And mostly I have to say it's said or served up with a side order of smug. So, so it is possible, but you know what else is also possible? It's never blamed on the client. Last week, I heard from a business owner who has a company in a city about 20 to 23 miles outside of a major city, which has tons of competition from other companies just like theirs that are located within that major city. And they were bitching that they were paying for SEO and not ranking in the maps when someone searched within that major city. All right, let's break that down. They were 20 miles away in a completely different city. That's, I calculated it. It's 35,200 yards. 
they weren't ranking in maps because even if somebody were searching in that city, these guys are 20 miles away. Now, that is an unrealistic expectation. I also happen to know what they pay for their SEO. And knowing that, what they're expecting is an astronomically unrealistic expectation. So as I see it, the problem here is a huge lack of client education. The only place where I, a client or prospect gets anything close to an SEO education is when they're being sold an SEO plan or when Google offers a free workshop in which they show you how to be mediocre or at best just like everyone else. All right, sure. There are some really conscientious SEO agencies who work very hard and are diligent and they aren't afraid to peel back the curtain and show a prospect the amount of work it will take to achieve what they, the client, wants. But for the most part, most clients really aren't that interested in learning what they need to know to evaluate what they're buying. Sorry, somebody has to say this. Now here's how it mostly breaks down. Clients want what the SEO will bring. They want to write a check maybe pay a little less than what they perceive as a, you know, the asking price because that's how business works and it makes them feel better. And then they use every little thing they can to treat their SEO agency or their independent SEO consultant like an employee and demand that they get the same kind of reporting as if it were a paid ad campaign where they can draw a straight line from the SEO work to a phone call to a sale. I feel like I might start channeling Jack Nicholson from A Few Good Men if I'm not careful. And I've been there on the other side of the desk. I know that when you're running a business, you can't always convince yourself to sit down, turn off the noise in your brain, and really take in what someone who's trying to sell you something is telling you. I mean, isn't that what they're paid for? I don't have to know SEO, right? How hard could it be anyway? You know, we all think that because we don't pay to use Google that it should be free to get business out of it. So we walk into an SEO agreement and then we're stunned. After 30 days, we aren't ranking number one. You would never go into a financial planner's office, tell them, here's my initial deposit. And in 30 days, I want a million dollars. They would laugh you out of the office. So how reasonable is it to ask for, let's say, 15 years of financial return in 30 days? Most people wouldn't ask. But when it comes to SEO, they want to be like their competitor that started investing in SEO 15 years ago and outrank them within 30 days. And you know how Google handles it? It gets you just good enough of a taste so you know how sweet that free, free business is. And then they pummel you into the ropes until you cry uncle and you move into paid ads. And even then, it's not over because now you're going to compete for three ad spots and they're subject to rising auction prices. Get, get a hold of this. According to uh, PPC companies, the average CPC for the Google search network, that's you know cost per click, is a dollar to $2, while the average CPC for the Google Display Network is a dollar or less. Now keep in mind, 
if you're paying for ads for, oh, I don't know, let's say an apple pie recipe, you're looking somewhere between 41 and 30, 43 cents, 41 and 43 cents per click. And if you're a mesothelioma attorney, you should expect to pay closer to $535 on up per click. That's how that kind of math presentation goes in businesses who also don't know that they aren't going to be paying the average. They're going to be paying the average within their niche or industry, and they don't know how many clicks happen without a sale. And soon, guess what? They're paying between $9,000 and $10,000 per month to advertise on Google, which is great. And that's how Google broke into the $200 billion revenue club in 2021. Actually, it was closer to $257 billion, but who's counting? The point is, SEOs and SEO agencies, they want to make a living too. And given who is more likely to really put your company's best interest along theirs, it's probably more likely that it's the good SEO company and not Google. But Google is always held up as the cudgel by the client, whether it's data that find in Google Analytics. And oh, by the way, and this is tested, um, Google Analytics has been known and shown to have approximately 15 to maybe as high as 30% lossiness. What does that mean? Well, you compare the data within your Google Analytics against the server logs of your website, and they do not line up. Shock! But no one talks about this. They use a fall in Google Analytics as a real event because Google says it so, or Search Console, and they pull their SEO in, and they want to cut them a new one. Now, I'm doing a lot of research into Search Console and new content indexation. But businesses use the data in Search Console as a sign that their SEO failed, maybe to get that new content indexed. I have over eight months of research data. And it makes a compelling case that it has nothing to do with your SEO, but the way the new content is introduced to Google. And it is not the way Google tells us how to introduce new content to it. I cannot tell you how frustrating it is to watch this. So where the hell am I going with all this? Well, I wish that there were a client education opportunity that was uncoupled from the sale and implementation of SEO. The same way, uh, to be honest, the same way that I wish there was a universal SEO education for those that want to go into SEO. There are people who literally do not know what they are doing. They are pulling in clients and then posting in Facebook, I've got this new client. Can someone tell me how to help them? But I digress. Okay, before hiring an SEO, maybe there should be an SEO boot camp for business owners. Sure, there are going to be some who are never going to see that they are the last ones who should do their own SEO. And there's going to be some like me who found it to be their calling. And then there's going to be some who get it, who will see how much goes into staying up with the algorithm, how it's not a once and done, but a constant vigilance to not just beat back updates, but other competitors. And they're always, I think, going to be businesses that deserve to be right where they are. Whether it's because they keep changing SEO companies every three months or refuse to approve the new content the SEO team has prepared or who want every good thing from SEO but won't 
budge when the request comes in to change a few words on the page because it's my brand. Or, or the ones, these are my favorite, fall every time, hook, line, and sinker for the next marketing agency that walks in the door saying how terrible their current SEO company is because sowing doubt is how they get a new customer. I don't think those folks that I described just now, I don't, I don't think they'll ever be saved. But there are others. And I've been fortunate enough to know a few that they really get it. They know what they want, and they've hired the right people or agency to get it done for them. Bottom line, we need to have more business owners who understand how SEO fundamentally works. And that will require far more than simply setting expectations. Well, that's going to do it for today. Thank you for being a listener. Thank you to the sponsors of Confessions. Yeah, pretty much keep me going. Uh, Please subscribe to Confessions wherever you're listening to it. It's on Audible, Spotify, Amazon, Alexa. And if you haven't settled on one source for your podcast, you can just Google Confessions of an SEO. Can't miss it. All of us stand to make more business and success together when both the SEOs and the business owners understand each other and Google better. It's been my pleasure to be your host. Thank you for your time, and I will see you in the service.